What is going on, y'all? Welcome back to the City Boy Rock Podcast. This is episode 130. This week, we react to week 17 of the NFL. Of course, the Commanders, yet again, disappoint me, and we lost again. We're out of playoff contention, so I'm going to react to that. And then we are going to get into week 18 predictions in the NFL. Huge AFC South battle um, for the division um, between the Jags and the Titans. And then obviously the win and end game basically um, for Sunday night football between the Packers and the Lions. So a lot come in this episode. Thank you all for listening. What is going on, Stray, on this week 18 Eve uh, games on Saturday? So, uh, yeah, this is about to be a big week in the NFL. It's crazy, man. It felt like just yesterday the season was starting and now we're already at week 18. Absolutely uh, ridiculous, bro. So, so fast. So wild. It went so fast, man. And I'm feeling good, bro. I mean, won the championship, I guess. The fantasy championship. Yeah, I guess there's going to be a little asterisk next to it. Uh, The player he was playing had Joe Burrow. Uh, So, yeah, I don't know, man. It it was Trey was down by 21, but – or Trey was up by 21. Joe Burrow needed to put up those numbers. And, unfortunately, we just never saw the ending of it. But Stray is technically the champion, so uh, congrats to Stray. What what a what a strange ending to the fantasy season. I know, I know. It's just like a weird thing, like something unprecedented. There's not really, I did like, I split the winnings, and there's not really much you can do after that. Like it's it's just unfortunate that that game decided yeah. it. You know. For sure. And uh, the NFL has came out. They canceled the game. And uh, there are a multitude of uh, scenarios that could happen if any of these teams play. But I'm, but for the most part, I think we're looking at a neutral site for the AFC Championship, which I feel like was the right thing to do for the NFL. I mean, yeah. we got it sorted out. And uh, DeMar Hamlin is breathing. Um, I think he's awake from what I saw. So mm-hmm. yeah, he's been be able with... to communicate with the team, which is really good. I'm glad yeah. that everything was able to get like sorted out and he was able to get up God willing. Like it was scary sight. So I'm glad he's okay. And he's doing much better. Yeah. Sure. Prayers up to DeMar Hamlin. Thank you. Uh, thankfully they all got sorted out. Um, and now we're going to jump into our breakdowns from last week. Um, I think first off, first and foremost, we got to start with comedy talk oh my because God. The collapse I've seen from the Commanders this past week, it reminded me of the Dallas Cowboys just so many times with the Tony Romo years. At 7-5, and five, there should just be no excuse for this team. They had to win, I think, two out of the last three games, two out of the last five, just to, mm-hmm. to make it in. And um, starting off with a massive game at FedEx Field, or actually the first game. It was a tie. Midlands, it was a tie. And... Uh, at MetLife Stadium, and I couldn't blame Ron Vera. I think the commanders played as well as they could have played that game. The defense stepped up, ended in the tie, and then they had a bye week. And coming off that bye week, I expected the commanders to come out um, at home in front of a sold-out FedEx field and put on a show for the fans. Unfortunately, they took the loss there on some questionable decision-making and some questionable refereeing, but uh, – the season was still very much alive after that loss. Um, then following up the Giants, I believe it was uh, 49ers. the 49ers game. And uh, everybody kind of knew coming into this game, 49ers were going to handle business. They did. 
And it led us to the next point against the Cleveland Browns, who are out of the playoffs for felt like forever now. Deshaun Watson um, played was playing awful. And um, Ron Rivera decides to pull the plug on Taylor Heineke, which a lot of people were questioning it. But uh, they did bring Carson Wentz in for a reason. So they put him out there, and let's, he put up probably the worst performance of his career. Three interceptions. Uh, he seemed lost. He seemed like he shouldn't even be out there. If you told me that Taylor Heineke was the first pick over or the second pick overall and Carson Wentz was the uh, the undrafted free agent, I, I honestly wouldn't be able to – I I couldn't tell you a lie because Carson Wentz played the worst football I've ever seen in my life. And um, to make things worse, Commander still had hope. The only thing they needed was the Packers to lose against the Minnesota Vikings, which unfortunately – the Vikings just didn't show up to play. Kirk Cousins was getting his revenge for the for the Commanders, and um, yeah, they the Vikings laid an egg. We'll get into that later, and uh, just like that, the season was over. But you know, the worst part about it was the reporters came in asking Ron Rivera, like, "What are you going to do if you guys get eliminated next week or this after this afternoon?" And this man, Ron Rivera, goes out and says, "Oh, we can get eliminated." So uh, just. Uh, just, just uh, so many reasons to be upset as a Commanders fan. Um, I don't see Ron Rivera coming back next season. I would think it's a, an idiotic move if Dan Snyder does or whoever the owner is decides to bring him back. Uh, this team needs a change. They've been so close. Even last season, they had a chance to make the playoffs. They won on a four-game win streak. I think they were six and six at one point, and just they lost every single game. Yeah, it was rough. Uh, as a Commanders fan, you just gotta be. Uh, yeah, it's it's a rough, <laughs> it's rough for for Commanders fans out here. Um, and then you have just Ron Rivera just trying to like. Sometimes it's okay to admit like I didn't know because he came back and said I was oh I knew we would have been eliminated. I was just so focused on winning. If you were so focused Please on winning, stop. why would you put Carson Wentz out there? So I, that's all I have to say about the situation. I Trey has a lot of things to say, so get, get it off your chest, man. <sighs> year in, year out. Same old story. It feels like we're middling, like, especially under Ron Rivera's regime. Like, we start off poor. Um, there's a lot of just not taking accountability from the coaching staff. And then, you know, we go on a little roll. That's what happened uh, the COVID year and we were just lucky. Our division was terrible. Um, we still went seven, seven and nine. And yeah, seven, seven and nine. Seven. Yeah, or seven and ten or whatever. And snuck into the playoffs, put up a good fight, you know. Defense was really good. Offense had its limitations, of course. Saw the same thing last year. Started off bad. Got to six and six. The defense started playing better. Injuries came, you know, collapsed. Uh, I think we were um, – Oh, we didn't win a single game in December. Um, we won that last game against the Giants um, in which they just get, had pretty much given up on the season. Um, but, yeah, the game we needed. Yeah, and that got them the pick um, to get Kayvon Thibodeau. So, yeah, I mean, same old story. And then this year, oh, my God, this guy, Ron Rivera, bro, he thinks he's some genius. Um, I honestly think – it's all it, like 90% of the blame has to go to coaching. Um, it was just an all out uh, disappointment coaching wise. I felt like they did a good job pulling us out of, you know, the one in four hole we were in. Taylor Heineke came in. Yes, I have criticized him, but I knew he was a better option than once. I like 
wholeheartedly believe that. Um, I knew Wentz was not the answer when we traded for him. He has never shown the ability since that ACL injury to be able to, you know, get to that MVP level or even anywhere near that level, um, you know, uh, since then. Last year, I mean, he had a good season numbers-wise, but when the Colts absolutely needed him, he didn't show up. Um, they were in position. They were a dark horse contender. They were in position to make the playoffs. They just needed to win one out of two games, and they lost both. Um, and he did not play well at all. Uh, we know the all-famous Jackson Jacksonville game where he threw, what, three picks, and they lost to a team that was, like, 1-15 leading into that game. The thing was about that Colts team was they had the same opportunities as the Commanders too. They had like two games they had to win and they lost the Raiders and they lost the win. It was bad. Yeah, just terrible. And I don't understand, Ron Rivera, you're trying to win. Taylor Heineke put you in position to even have a chance to go to the playoffs. Yes, he is limited. Yes, he had a few turnovers in the Giants game, but I felt like in the Niners game, he played pretty well given the circumstances. It was coaching that lost us that game, I think. I think we kind of had a chance the way we were playing, and then you are down seven. Your defense is playing pretty well. Not very well. Obviously, they let go a big play um, to George Kittle for a touchdown. But they had just made a stop, and you're going for it on fourth and one with your – at the 34, at your own 34. Like, that just can't happen. And the Giants game, both Giants games – they just got completely outcoached. We, in overtime of the Giants game that we tied, um, we got it to like the 41-yard line of the Giants. And they went so conservative, didn't throw a pass after that. You had to get in, and then they didn't end up kicking the field goal. They did three conservative run plays, gained like a two yards, and then didn't kick the field goal. Um, obviously, we know what happened in the one at FedEx Field. I don't need to get into that that much. But I just don't understand. I felt like he was just trying to prove his point that, oh, I brought him here. I remember earlier in the year in that Bears game, he was like, oh, I watched the film. Like, I, I looked at the analytics. What analytics did you look at, man? Because Carson Wentz has not proved anything in a big situation. Um, we have never seen him in a big game. Never. Like, and whenever he's been in one or semi-big game, he has not performed or he's gotten hurt. There has been no evidence for you to make that move. And it was like one of the most egregious quarterback changes I've ever seen. Because I could understand if, you know, the team like really rallied around him like they do with Heineke, but they don't. And his last performance was a six to nine win against the Chicago Bears, who have a terrible defense this year. Like, I don't understand what went into the decision making. Um, I know the team was not for it because I saw a few – um, interviews of Brian Robinson and a few other offensive players, it clearly seemed like they were in favor of starting Heineke. Um, and it's just unfortunate. He threw – like, he was horrible. Um, he threw a pick right to Denzel Ward. Um, he was grounding balls. He was sailing balls. Like, this dude cannot complete a, a – he's so bad. And I'm so glad I've seen the last – I don't think he's going to ever get a chance again. Because this dude is garbage, bro. He's so bad, and um, he needs to retire and go hunt um, like he does in the offseason because he is horrible. And I hope Ron Rivera does not come back. I hope Scott Turner is gone because 
there's a good chance that we are um, being going to get sold um, this off season. I saw like we're minus two twenty to get sold, and um, that's a pretty that those are pretty good odds. So I'm sure a new ownership is going to clean the coaching staff because there's no point in keeping this because it's been a lot of the same for three years. I don't feel like there's been much growth on the field at least, and um, I don't see any signs of improvement because. Ron Rivera is very rigid. He's kept the same coaching staff for three years. He's fired like one dude in these, you know. The in, fact that Joe Jack Rio still is a still is coaching this team, bro. It just makes no sense to me. Scott Turner. Scott Turner. Dude is scared. Dude calls plays like he has a gun to his head or something. Like it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's the commanders unfortunately uh are missing the playoffs for the second year in a row. Um but it's nothing new. Um, but, but now let's let's keep it in the division and let's move up to up I-95 North to Philadelphia, where they had a chance for the second week in a row to win the game against at home this time against the New Orleans Saints and uh, lock up the number one seed, lock up home field advantage, lock up the bye week, and they failed to do it once again. So all these Eagle fans out here, I don't know if they're worried yet, but uh, if I was them, I would be because you see for San Francisco, you see what they're doing over there with Brock Purdy. And the fact that the Eagles lose Jalen Hurts and can't perform at all is pretty bad. Um, this is the worst performance I've seen by the Eagles in, in I don't even know, since last season. Because last yeah. week against Dallas, the week before against Dallas, I saw Gardner Minshew and I was like, oh, wow, maybe Michael was right. Maybe it is a team that's really that good. But Wayne Johnson, um, man. The injury to Lane Johnson, bro, and he's—I've heard report, or I've heard that he's not even—he's refusing to get that that surgery to end the season, so he's just gonna do some rehab and come back for the playoffs or something. So I think the Eagles—that shows you how desperate the Eagles are. Um, they were the healthiest team throughout most of the season, and all of a sudden they're all getting hurt now, and now you're starting to see the weaknesses of this Eagles team. The cracks are showing. Um, the O line's not the same. They're secondary. They're secondary with definitely is injury to Maddox. Was it Gardner Johnson's hurt? Yeah. And now you have um Bradbury and um Bradbury and Slay, who were probably the best two corners in the league for this season in terms of performance. And uh I mean they've been they've been they've been bad, bro. Um Andy Dalton was 18 of 22 completion against this vaunted secondary, this vaunted Eagle secondary. He was 18 of 22. And um, if I'm an Eagles fan, bro, listen. To start off the season, was it nine and zero? Lose the Commanders and then start winning games again, and drop these two games. I I understand that, you know, you still have the number one seed, but I'd be a little worried because the team, the way the team has been playing offensively and defensively, has just not been the same ever since Jalen Hurts got was was hurt. Um, they have to play against the Giants this week in another. Opportunity for the number one seed. Um, it seems I don't know what the Giants are planning on doing, but the I think they're resting. That's yeah, that's what I heard today. Uh, the Eagles are 14 and a half point favorites, so they they should win this game. Um, there's no reason for the Eagles to not get the number one seed. If it is it, this season, I would consider it to be a failure for Nick Sirianni. Um, they had the number one seed locked up since like week 12, and the fact that they can't get it now. Uh, or the the fact that they have an opportunity to to lose it is kind of scary. Um, 
I mean, I can't believe everyone people thought this team was about to be undefeated, bro, or like lose one game. Like that, that it was so like prisoner in the moment. No, literally, and um, they need Jalen Hurts out there. I'm not gonna lie, Jalen Hurts. This shows that he should be the MVP of the league. Um, I think he'll still get it because that they listen. They're nah, missing. It's a, gonna be Mahomes, bro. At this it point, might be, yeah, well, they're gonna miss pretty much. They're definitely missing his fourth and one QB sneaks, bro. Because he was twenty seven of twenty nine or something before he got yeah. before he got hurt on fourth and one on those QB sneaks, his six hundred pound squat. Uh, so yeah, the Eagles are in a little bit of a desperation mode. Garner Garner Minshew, um, he is what he is, right? So we you know we came in. Yeah, he's limited. He's a limited quarterback. That pick six was absolutely terrible, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently AJ Brown tried to tell him like, "Don't, don't throw it to me," and he still threw it to him. So it, it's a little rough for the Eagles. Um, I think they should win this game against the Giants because it's so funny how how it works. The Giants, who just clinched, can rest their starters this week, but the Eagles have to play their starters. Mm-hmm. And Such they've been clinched for so long. Yeah. So the Eagles could lose the number one seed and the division. If they lose and the Cowboys win, they'll lose the division. If they lose and the and the Niners win, they'll lose the number one seed. Um, so you know, as a Cowboys as a Cowboys former fan. Oh this is great. Freudian slip. This is great to see, bro. This is great to see. Um <laughs> uh, I really had this team going to the Super Bowl, bro. Middle of the season. I was like, yo, the Eagles are going. But I the, the what I've been seeing from, you, bro. what I've been seeing from San Francisco, bro, they're different. And Brock Purdy, if he somehow takes yeah, his team to the Super Bowl, I don't know if Jimmy G's gonna get his starting job back. But um I think they're gonna roll with him, bro. There's yeah. no reason. Like I thought like maybe like you know, he had he got away with a few bad throws in the first two games. That Raiders game but, showed me that he's yeah, that he can win games like on yeah. his own. Mm-hmm. Like he played really well. Like the defense did not show up last week until obviously Nick Bosa made an awesome play to win them the game. But yeah, they are just on another level right now. They're on what eight, nine game winning streak. Nine game winning streak, and it yeah. by far it looked like the best team in the league. Uh, we've mm-hmm. in the AFC, you know, the Chiefs have shown moments of weakness. Um, the Bills have shown moments of of weakness, and so have the Bengals. But uh, no, these Niners team is uh, they're on a roll. And mm-hmm. um, now let me move over to my Cowboys real quick, or not my Cowboys. I'm sorry. I, I, damn, just, bro. <laughs> it's just coming over. It's just coming out, bro. Um, now moving on to the Cowboys, who played a game against the Titans on Thursday night. Played probably the worst game of the season, honestly. And I, I know that the Cowboys won the game, but um, <clears throat> let's be honest here. That was they were playing against a practice squad team, bro. The Titans were resting everybody and their moms. They knew that game didn't matter. They're playing the Jaguar Jaguars for the division this week. <clears throat> so the way the Cowboys have been playing, uh, they look like first round exit. But I and I'm not even trying to be reverse psychology. I'm being so serious right now. Shrey probably agrees with me too. This the Dallas Cowboys team right here. Mike McCarthy doesn't have his team ready to play. Um, and I would be worried because mm-hmm. I know they're gonna uh, yeah play. the yeah the Bucks. They're heading into Tampa, a team who just this past week has awoken. Mike Evans had three touchdowns and 200 yards. So if he gets going and they play the Dallas Cowboys against this the secondary the Cowboys are putting out right now, um, mm-hmm. the Cowboys have a chance to get upset once again. And that I don't know how Mike McCarthy bring comes back for next season, but um, yeah, you know the best case scenario. I feel like there's no wins for the Cowboys right now. 
if they somehow win this division, because I don't think they're gonna, I don't think they're gonna get the number one seed. The 49ers are gonna close out business in, um, mm-hmm. yeah, in Arizona. So if they win this division, the Cowboys will end up playing Aaron Rodgers at home. That's I, I think that's even more scary than playing Tom Brady in Tampa. But I just don't see a happy ending for these Dallas Cowboys. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be an interesting, interesting end. But that's a later issue. Yeah, I I ha- I would I have to agree, bro. You've been saying like the past few weeks, oh Tom Brady's gonna knock knock the Cowboys out first round, and I feel like he slowly, has never slowly, never yeah. lost to the Dallas Cowboys in his entire career. Mm-hmm. So yeah, slowly and slowly that might be coming true because we did last week to a you know a banged up secondary, and the Cowboys are a banged up secondary, especially at corner. And I feel like I never thought I'd be saying I miss yeah. Anthony Brown, but wow, I yeah. miss Anthony Brown. he is he is very much missed because uh Nashawn Wright and Kelvin Joseph are not good NFL players right now. Um but yeah, I mean yeah, this could be bad for the Cowboys. They could be a first round exit yet again. Um and I it's gonna be hard for me to pick against Brady in that situation if if they were to match up with each other, which seems very very likely at this point with uh, Philly resting their or the Giants resting their starters against Philly. Um, yeah, this could this could get real interesting. I don't like the way the Cowboys have been playing lately, especially defensively. Like the offense, you know, Tony Pollard. Oh, yeah, no, 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 talk about Dax turnovers, bro. That guy is trashed. Yeah, and like we know, the Bucks have the ability to force turnovers. They have guys who've been in playoff situations, won Super Bowls. They have a lot of talent on that defense, and um, obviously Todd Bowles is a very good defensive coach. So I'm I'm sure they'll force Dak into some interceptions, um, some turnovers, and obviously y'all lost your center, Tyler Biotish. I, I don't know how severe he's not. That I mean, is. listen, like I said, he's like Anthony Brown situation too. He was never like a star center or anything, mm-hmm. but damn, bro, like, <laughs> the Cowboys are missing him too, bro. Exactly, and obviously Terrence Steele, who was playing well this year, he's not there anymore. Um, and we know Ty- Ty- Tyron Smith, who's starting at right tackle, he's had injuries in the past, and he's been pretty injury prone as of late. So, yeah, I don't think you can really trust him to maintain his health, especially this late into. This- so yeah, I, like they're not playing their best football going into the playoffs. Um, Obviously, when they're playing at, like, that apex level, they are amongst the best in the league. But we know the Cowboys. We know what they do in big situations. So, yeah, it's not looking really good. And like you said, Brady has never lost to the Cowboys. They've played the Cowboys very well. Um, I, would rather, you know? I, would rather lose to, I would rather lose to Brady than Rodgers, though. I'm not going yeah. to deny that. Yeah. And it likely could happen. So. Yeah, and it's going to be a road playoff game, man. You know, Brady at home in the playoffs, like, I don't know how you can bet against that, even, like, with how, you know, the Bucks have been playing this year. I know last week was just one game, but it's Brady, man. And if he sees a few cracks in the armor, I feel like he's going to take advantage, and he's definitely going to take advantage of a back, uh, banged-up secondary. I, I would just say – um the Cowboys are smart here. Rest Tony Pollard. I don't know what's going on with his thigh injury, but uh, they're going to need Tony Pollard. What I saw from Zeke last week, absolutely disgusting performance, bro. Do you see his yards per carry? Yeah, 15 for what, 37? It was absolutely disgusting from what I was, like Literally, 
He's a fullback, bro. I don't know how many times I got no, literally, I don't know how many times I gotta say this, but uh, you know, Tony Pollard is better than Zeke. I watched every single Cowboys game, no matter if I was a fan or wasn't a fan. I watched every single game. Is it really coming out? And Zeke, he's done for, bro. This dude is literally he's only there to block because he can't run the ball. And listen, you're gonna see some stats like, oh, he scored nine, uh, he scored a touchdown in nine straight games. I don't care about that. If you actually watch the games, bro, this dude can't get more than two yards. If it's a first and ten, they give the ball to Zeke. It's gonna be second and nine or second and eight. But you know, Shrey and Kenny never want to admit that Tony Pollard was better, bro. But, oh my gosh! Yeah, he it's fine. Yeah, he is better. But uh, yeah, all Cowboy fans right here, um, we're not winning the division. I'll say that right now. And we? we're not once number one seed or division. It's not oh. happening. Dang, so bro! Sad. It really so came sad. out. It's so sad because like. They're really gonna lose the division, or they're really gonna they're really gonna lose in the first round of Tom Brady, um, and it's gonna be another repeat of last season. And it's Fox it's time to cut ties. Salivating over that game, bro. It's time Tom to cut Brady versus the Cowboys. Cut ties with Mike McCarthy, please. Um, and I'm gonna say, I, listen, I gotta hold Michael Michael Parsons accountable. I love Michael Parsons. He has not he has not had the same impact he has early in the year. I don't know if it's fatigue. I don't know if he's a little banged up or hurt, but um, yeah, Micah should rest. Yeah, his he's game. got the club on his hand, bro. I honestly think Micah should rest his game against. I don't think there's no a point of playing the Commanders. There's really no point playing in FedEx Field, that field where everybody. I mean, that field is terrible. You just don't risk it, bro. Just don't risk it. But yeah. Yeah. All right, moving on now. Keeping in the NFC. Got to talk about how the NFL is a little rigged for Aaron Rodgers, just a little bit. Um, the Packers, who, I mean, I think it was after the Philly game, right, when when Rodgers got banged up, mm-hmm. he was out that game, and they were what four and eight at that point. Jordan yeah. Love came, really nice passes, and I was thinking in my head, I was like, "Yo, the Packers, if the season's over, might as well just start him," because at this point, there's really there's really no point of playing an old Rodgers who's banged up. It, like let. Jordan Love get his reps, and um, we'll see what happens. But the Packers have completely turned it around. I don't know how they did it. Uh, winners of what, four in a row? Yep. Four in a row. They have uh, – they have the, they established a running game. I think A.J. Dillon's kind of now the primary back because they've been giving the ball a lot more. Yeah. Um, you got the defense been stepping up. I mean, Jair, after being getting cooked all those beginning, in the beginning of the season – uh, he's really turned around, and he's been balling out. Um, the special teams, the one that Shrey yeah. was playing about all these years. I mean, they had a kickoff return. I don't think I remember the last time they I seen They allowed a block punt, too. Yeah, so I, the Packers on special teams and defense have turned it around. Um, I never thought I would say that Aaron Rodgers has become, like, a complimentary player. They don't really need him to have that MVP type of performance to win mm-hmm. games anymore. So, uh, you know, sure, sure. It's, been, it's about damn time, whatever. Um, the Packers are a hot team. I think there's no way they lose this game to the Detroit Lions. Um, and the NFL kind of messed it up, too, bro. Like, their scheduling was so weird for this game. It was the Seahawks are playing at 4 o'clock, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, if the Seahawks come in in this game and beat um, who the, Rams. the Rams, which they probably will, the season's over for the Lions. So, at 8.20, you think the Lions are really going to get up and play against this Packers team? I don't know. Dan Campbell's going to have them ready. Dan Campbell will have them ready no matter what. And the fact that they're able to have a chance to eliminate one of their rivals, it's going to be a 
it's gonna be something to play for, but I just don't know, bro. Like, it, it's just it, the ending of this season is kind of wild. Um, why didn't they allow Jacksonville to play at eight o'clock? They just they don't. No they want to. Who would you rather? If you were NBC, who would you? I, rather? No, listen, I don't care about what I would rather see. I would rather for the teams that are playing the pack. The lines could literally be eliminated. So if you put the if you put the the Jaguars, who are on Saturday night, the Titans have two days extra of rest. And the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to be on a short week. It's just, bro, the NFL is just doing something like very fishy to me. But it's okay, Aaron Rodgers. But will get it all it all could could just not matter if uh, the Seahawks lose to the Rams. You know. Yeah. But maybe I don't maybe they'll the losing the Baker Mayfield. The Seahawks are not losing to Baker Mayfield. Guarantee you that. Um, we'll see. We'll see. It's oh yeah, it's a home game, so I don't think they'll lose. In Seattle, I just it, the NFL is very strange with this uh, this type of um, scheduling. But uh, yeah, I, I think I don't think I don't see Rodgers losing this game at all. Not Rodgers. I don't see the Packers losing. They've been playing excellent football. Mm -hmm. But I will say I'm gonna give props to the Detroit Lions. They turn around the season. Jerry Goff has been balling out this season. Um, unfortunately, it's not going to result in anything. You're going to be sitting at home for the playoffs once again. So, uh, congratulations to Detroit for for being close becoming to becoming relevant. So, yeah, becoming. Relevant. Um, and I think what we're going to see from these these Detroit Lions this week, we're going to see a fight. But uh, ultimately, the NFL is not late. They're not going to let Aaron Rodgers miss the playoffs. Are you kidding me, bro? Are you kidding me? They're, the NFL is not going to let that happen. Um, the Packers should be the seventh seed. They will probably get absolutely worked by the Niners once again, but I can't wait to see. Oh them. my god! But uh, yeah, that's what I gotta say. Yeah, yeah, I, I I got the Packers as well, but I think I think the uh, Lions could put up put up a fight. The only reason I'm really not taking the Lions is it'll be under thirty degrees, and we know how golf is in the cold. In Lambeau Field, week 18, all the marbles yeah. are – and, bro, I'm not picking against Aaron Rodgers. Come yeah, on. yeah. And the Packers just don't lose late in the season like this um, in Lambeau. I don't – like, there's been many situations where, you know, Rodgers had, has had to win and get in or win for the division, and he's been at Lambeau, and he does not lose. So, yeah, I think – but it, it, I think it should be a good game. Obviously, the NFL does want Rodgers, and that's why they made the scheduling like it is. Um but yeah, it's gonna be. I I think it'll be a great game, um, a great way to close out the regular season with, um, yeah, probably the Packers taking it home and um, getting the seventh seed. Heading to Santa Clara, what do you think is gonna happen there? They're gonna get murdered, bro. They're gonna get ran through. I'm sorry. Like the defense is playing much better. Like I see, I see any other expected. team, any other team that gets the number two seed, I can see. I can see the Packers winning, but not against the Niners, though. Niners, man. Not against the Niners. I don't think that. That's why I'm hoping that uh, the Eagles lose somehow, but I don't think that's going to happen. Oh, to see Aaron Rodgers eliminate the Eagles, that would be so funny, too. That would be hilarious as well. Yeah. But if the oh. Eagles lose, then it could, then it's, then it's probably going to be the Cowboys at the two seeds. So. Great. Yeah. So it would be Rodgers versus, uh, yeah, the Niners or the, uh, there's three teams: the Cowboys, Niners, Niners, Eagles, or Cowboys. If Cowboys somehow lose Commanders as well, yeah. um, I don't think they're gonna lose to Sam Howell. I think there's a possibility. Um, but moving on now, heading over to the AFC. Um, first things first, we gotta talk about the wild card round. Um, there's three teams that are fighting for that seven seed right now. 
Uh, you got the Steelers, who a lot of people were shocked to be here. You know, I kind of knew Mike Tomlin is not going to have this team under 500. Even though as bad as they looked, this team is still somehow in the hunt. Um, you also got the Miami Dolphins, who have been stumbling to the finish line. They were 8-3 and three at one point, losers of five straight. They're fighting for a playoff spot. And then you got the, of course, New England Patriots um, with Bill Belichick in the mix once again for the seventh seed. Um, first off, I want to say, who do I want in the playoffs? Obviously, as a fan, I would want to see um, Tua and the Dolphins in the playoffs. They're the most entertaining team. I want to see Tyreek Hill. Um, but in all, in all, in all seriousness, I think it's going to be the Steelers. I think Mike Tomlin's going to get the job done. He's never had a season below 500. Um, he's playing for an opportunity to be nine and eight um, for the second season in a row. And what I've seen from Kenny Pickett in these past three or four weeks, yeah, he has, he might not put up the craziest numbers, but he wins games. Like he's like last week against Baltimore, he made two of the best throws um, that I've seen from a Pittsburgh Steeler in the past like three seasons. Because Big Ben wasn't making those type of throws. Bro. Mm-hmm. Especially on the run outside of the run. And then to escape the stack, um, was it third down or whatever? Mm-hmm. To escape the stack, throw a beautiful dime to Najee Harris and win the game. I mean, Kenny Pickett is absolutely – he's incredible. And if, as a Steelers fan, you got to hang – you got to be happy no matter what the outcome of the season is because you have – a nice young um, core. You have, you have a nice young core, and you got your franchise quarterback for the future. People were really sleeping on Kenny Pickett, but hes I think he's going to develop into a very nice player. Um, they have weapons all around him. Their defense is always great. Najee Harris is, is starting to starting to turn up a little bit. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a great, great end to the season. Um, and I'm going to talk about the other two teams real quick. The New England Patriots are heading to Buffalo. I just don't see them winning this game in Buffalo um, with the Bills – who want to win this game to get that. They're going to be amped up, bro. Yeah, they're going to be amped up for DeMar Hamlin and everything. I just don't see a way the Patriots win this game. Mac Jones has regressed a little bit. Um, and the Patriots, another another mediocre season without Tom Brady. They are just one of these teams now. I feel like um, they can beat anybody, but they can also lose to anybody. And Bill Belichick, is, uh, his coaching is a little outdated. And, uh, yeah, there's no way they're losing to the Buffalo – or there's no way they're beating the Buffalo Bills this week. And then the Miami Dolphins, who uh, Skylar Thompson versus Joe Flacco. Yeah, it's um, it's a, it's a sad ending to the season. Honestly, I don't think Tua should play another game. Um, even if they make the playoffs, I just don't think it's it's just not the right decision. If I was his dad, or if I was anybody close to Tua, three concussions in one season is absolutely just. I don't think that's good for him, um, and if. Man, it's just so sad. Eight and three at one point to lose five straight. Tua doesn't even remember the he was in a meeting. They he didn't remember what plays like what plays like he doesn't yeah. remember throwing some of the picks. So he was concussed throughout the game. I don't know what the Miami medical staff have been doing. Um, but the Dolphins have been stumbling and uh it would be another wasted season for the Dolphins with a great team around them. And they yeah. bring in Tyreek Hill. Uh, hopefully to, to get them over the edge. They had all these players, and I just don't see – I just – I don't know. Tua is – when he's healthy, um, he's a very good quarterback. But I don't know because three concussions in one season is going to do a lot of damage. And I, I hope – I don't want to see Tua developing a CTE or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, listen, I got to stay. 
the Dolphins are getting Lamar Jackson this season, this offseason. I think all the all the signs point to it. Mm-hmm. Lamar is from Miami, um, or he's from the Florida area. He's pretty and, frustrated with the Ravens. I think we it, it, it's what the Ravens are doing to the Ravens have, are doing to Lamar Jackson is actually ridiculous, though. Um, they refuse to pay him. The guy don't who's give a former, him a number one receiver. Don't give him a receiver. Um, and now I think he's. I don't know what the knee injury is, but I feel like Lamar is kind of sitting out a little bit just to see, like, you know, this is guys, this is what you guys wanted, right? This is what you guys want without me. I'll show you. And they're they're on the way out in the first round as well. If, if Tyler Huntley's playing, um, no disrespect to Tyler Huntley, but he's just not Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Um, and the Steelers just have to close it out against uh, was it against Cleveland and Miami has to lose. Miami's going to be playing the Jets, which is a winnable game, but I just yeah, Skylar Thompson versus Skylar Thompson that defense. Crash. I think so. So uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Miami Dolphins, or not the Miami Dolphins, the Pittsburgh Steelers getting into the division, getting into the playoffs, and uh, playing one of the three teams: Bengals, uh, the Bills, or the Chiefs. So it's going to be a crazy end. Yeah, I agree with you. I got the Steelers as well. Um, just don't see the. Um, the Patriots going into Buffalo and winning after what we saw this year in New England. Um, I think the Buffalo Bills are going to have be playing with, you know, some heavy hearts, a lot of emotion. They're going to be amped, but I think they're going to be ready and they're going to win this one for DeMar Hamlin. Um, and then obviously the Dolphins, we know that their quarterback situation right now is, uh, yeah, bottom of the barrel with uh, Skylar Thompson in. They have a lot of injuries. And it's just been, like, a huge collapse, man. They really could have just clinched it if they beat um, the Packers. And, obviously, they didn't realize who had a concussion. And just really um, sad end to the season. And I think if Tua continues to get injured like this and stuff, they're going to be in the market for a new quarterback. So, I I just don't see them winning with Scott Thompson. I I just can't see it. So, and I got the Steelers, man. like the way they've been playing, they're seven and two with TJ Watt in the lineup, which is insane. Like a defensive player has that much impact on winning and losing on a team. Kenny Pickett has improved. I love the way he's been playing lately. And obviously, I think they figured out something with that run game, bro. With Warren and Najee, Najee's been running real hard ever since you know um, his foot injury healed. And um, Jalen Warren is a nice little change of pace back. Um, so I think they figured out something there. Obviously, Pickens is. Really, really good. Deontay Johnson has still not caught the touchdown this year, but I feel like he's pretty reliable as a receiver. I think he's a good good uh, receiver, too. And they've just been playing really well, and I don't see Mike Tomlin losing uh, this type of game, and I think they'll sneak in. And, yeah, it's going to be another winning season for Mike Tomlin. Yeah, uh, it's crazy to see, man. This guy's really the top five coach in the of all time, in, in my opinion, bro. Was it 16 straight seasons, bro? Yeah. He's insane. This year, like, I got to give him so much credit, man. They they were, like, pretty much kind of tanking. I don't know. And They then, were two in, was it, two and seven? Two yeah. And, just terrible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they traded Claypool. It looked like they were, like, a seller at the trade deadline, and all of a sudden they're they, – I think they have a really good shot at getting into the playoffs now. Yeah. Um, Mike Tomlin has his team on the path to greatness. But, yeah, moving on now to the final game we got to talk about. Huge, huge matchup in the AFC South. Uh, maybe a, ch- a turning of the tides, a changing of the tides, the changing of the guards. Uh, the Titans, who have ran this division for the past, was it, three or four seasons? 
um, are heading yeah. – is it in Jacksonville or is it in Tennessee? In Jacksonville. In Jacksonville, Duval County, um, Trevor Lawrence, probably the biggest uh, – they are playing for a spot to win the AFC South. Jacksonville Jaguars, who have been red hot, and the Titans, who started off seven and three, have been stumbling. Um, was it four straight, five straight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, losers of five straight, and a and the Jacksonville Jaguars team winners of I think it was a, what three or four in a row. Ever since that Chiefs yeah. game, um, yeah. so two teams going in completely different directions. Uh, I think this is going to be a perfect changing of the guard. Obviously, Joshua Dobbs is starting for the Titans. It seems like Ryan Tannehill is going. Well, he's going to be out for the season. Um, this Titans team is probably going to run Derrick Henry like fifty times if they have a chance to win this game. Uh, the Jaguars with Doug Peterson look really good. Um, Trevor Lawrence is developing to one of the better quarterbacks in the league right now. At the moment, the past five or six games, he has thrown was he's been four, on a heater. He, yeah, fourteen touchdowns, two interceptions. Um, He's absolutely on fire. Trevor Lawrence is um he's showing why he's the number one pick. And I remember a lot of people last season were saying, Oh, Trevor, it looks pretty rough. He looks pretty rough. Bro, give him time. Pay Manning yeah, Give him a rope. Yeah, give it not Urban Meyer, right? Uh he threw Pay Manning through 20 interceptions in his rookie year. Trevor Lawrence will be just fine. And we're seeing it this year. Um, this Jaguars team is hungry. And I honestly think the way the AFC South is. This Jaguars team could be winning this division for the next three or four seasons. Um, I don't see any contenders, bro. You think Houston's going to contend anytime soon? No. Um, Colts, Tennessee, Malik no. Willis. Colts, the Colts are just an absolute dumpster fire. And you have Malik Willis, who doesn't look like ready for the NFL at all. Give him like two or three more years. They had to pick up Josh Dobbs from the Lions practice squad. Um, so, yeah, I, I think the Jaguars are going to win this game. Get into the playoffs. And we are looking at a pretty enticing matchup right now. If Herbert and if, if Herbert can get that number five seed, we're gonna be looking for a pretty enticing matchup. All the good quarterbacks in the AFC. So I'm looking forward to that all week. Um Trevor Lawrence is is I mean, I had really high hopes for him coming into the into the league. Kenny was saying Justin Fields had a chance to be better. Oh uh, yeah, I don't think so. Seven twenty one. But uh yeah. <laughs> that's well, not come the on, point. Bro. It's not close. It's not even close at all. Trevor Lawrence is uh he, the way the when I be when I watch Trevor play, bro, is he's never nervous, bro. Like he's always in the pocket, no matter what happens. You always can trust Trevor to do the right thing, bro. He's not gonna throw it into triple coverage or anything. Um, he can scramble. He's athletic, and he can put that ball on a dime anytime he wants. And uh, what the receivers are getting, or they're, or they're getting Calvin really back next season after this gambling thing. So this team is loaded for the future. Um, if I'm a Jaguars fan, I'll be super, super amped up for the time for the Jaguars. Yeah, I, the fact that it's Joshua Dobbs versus Trevor Lawrence, I just feel like I can't pick the Titans. If it was Tannehill, or yeah, if it was Tannehill, I would probably pick the Titans. But the fact that the margin between quarterbacks is just so big, and you know, Trevor Lawrence has been playing so so well. And we've seen, like, he's been in big games throughout his career in college, and he's really stepped up to the plate and performed. And I think that's what he's going to do to win this division. Um, The Titans do have a few guys coming back from injury, but I just feel like, you know, they're just going in the wrong direction right now. I don't know how healthy Derrick Henry is, and 
he has he's had some big runs in the past few games he's played, but other than that, he's pretty not that good. Um, the secondary has been awful um, as of late, and they let go a lot of big plays, and they are very bad at covering number one receivers. So I feel like Zay Jones and Christian Kirk are going to have some big games, and this Jacksonville crowd, they're going to be ready, man. This is the first time they're winning the division maybe since 2017, and they didn't have this dynamic offense back then. Uh, right now, they have their quarterback of the future, and I feel like he's about to deliver and win a close one to get the division. And hopefully we get to see Herbert versus Lawrence because that matchup would be insane. Uh, two of the best young quarterbacks in the league. and um, Weather won't be affecting that game either. Exactly. It's going to be in Florida. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to some fireworks. So hopefully the Jags can pull it out. I would not count out the Titans, though. And there is a possibility that I might bet, bet them. As uh, bet their money line as an underdog, so we'll see. Bro, but, if uh, Derrick Henry, if Derrick Henry gets going, it's going to be very hard to stop this Titans mm-hmm. team. They have a lead, but uh, yeah, I if you could just stop Derrick Henry early in the game, bro, mm-hmm. and force and have, they have some bro. film on Dobbs and stuff now, so I feel like they'll be able to attack his weaknesses. Yeah, no, it's going to be a great Week 18. Um, like every year in the NFL, I feel like week 18 always has, or the last week of the season always has some crazy storylines or some crazy games. Um, and yeah, with all that being said, that's going to wrap up our show for this week. Thank you all for tuning in, and we will see you all wildcard weekend. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace.